Having recently undergone psychiatric evaluation himself and believing he could do a better job as a bare-chested outsider, it's Dr. Richard Cranium, the most self-confident amateur therapist in the world today without a single shadow of a doubt, here to help you with whatever you are too inadequate to solve yourself. Ladies and Neanderthals, here he is, Dr. Dick. Hello, you class martyrs of uh, Tim Wittery. It is I, your mental messiah, Dr. Richard Cranium. I am here once again, away from my more profitable ventures, to help you with your mundane trivialities that keep you in the shackles of the vexed. I suppose I shall limit the duration of your suffering and get right to our first caller. Yes, caller. Hello, Mr. Cranium? Yes, you are on the air, but first off, I should like to commend you on your first-rate capacity to remember trivial things like another human's name. But of course I can't do that, as you lack the mental fortitude to call me doctor. That or you have an abhorrent lack of civility. I could not choose which is worse. Well, I do apologize, Doctor, but you do assume I am human and that I am below average intelligence. Both, I'll assure you, I am not. Oh, very interesting. Not a human, you say? Please, explain. Well, Doctor, I am a dog. A talking dog. Much more than your average dog. So much, in fact, that I am led into my current dilemma. That's why I'm calling you today. Ah, and what did you say I should call you, ma'am? It's Barbara. Barbara Ruffles. Okay, then, Barbara. I, I prefer Mrs. Ruffles. Very well, Miss Ruffles. What have you specifically called to seek my expert advice on today? Well, Dr. Cranium, you see, I've always known that I was smarter than all the other dogs. But it wasn't until recently that I gained this capacity for speech. Hmm. Honestly, Doctor, I believe I'm getting smarter and smarter all the time. Peculiar. At first, I was a young cocker spaniel who was fascinated with humans. Next, I mentally was able to understand their language. Eventually, it just came to me that I should try and communicate with them. I spoke my first words to a reaction that, well, looking back, I should have expected. My poor flatmate looked as though he was falling off the ladder of sanity. I must say, Mrs. Ruffles, this is a very unique case. I've only just begun, Doctor. You see, in my immature state, as well as seeing his state, my reaction was to toy with him. I believe I started innocently enough at first. I would tell him to turn the TV channel, you know, watch what I wanted to watch, things like that. But whatever reality my voice did in cracking his physiological world, he would do it. Eventually, I tried to see how far I could take things, and the reason I'm calling is the remorse I feel for just how far things went. I see. Tell me, how far did this go? Some things can be just in good fun. This ended in more than good fun, Doctor. 
Oh, and how was that? I ended up requesting that he commit murder. How very depraved. Not only that, once I learned of what power I had over the man, I went crazy. Well, as one might. But as his madness was in weakness, mine was in power. I already kill even more people. People who had pushed me off the couch. People who had pet me too roughly or too provocatively. The number of lives he's taken from me is in the double digits now. And I've seen him descent into a realm of total madness. Good Lord, Barbara. I... 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 Well, the way I see it, you have but one witness and one thing in between you and a fresh start. You must tell him to take his own life. No problem, actually. Quite simple. I'm done with being the driving force behind a death squad, Doctor. <sighs> Then kill yourself and see if I give a fuck, you depraved, sick animal. You know, when I started this program, I always thought I would not give out such advice, and I realize as an apology to my listeners that it's not the first time that that has been the solution to a problem, but these crazy fucking weird people, and now dogs, are calling me, and fuck if I can be damned to find a better solution for all involved. And then now might be a good time for a brief word from one of our sponsors. Hey, it's summer, and you know what that means. You can't wait to shave your horse. We all love a shaven horse when the sun comes out, but who has the time? Well, now you do. No more trips into town just to wait at the long line at the horse shavers. From now on, you could be doing it at home in less than the time it would take you to grease your horse's mane. We all want these summer months to reflect the best our horse can look, let alone the luxuriant feel of a shaven horse. So act today. You'll get everything you need to do the job in less than 15 minutes. And in the comfort of your own home. Patented horse shaving technology and genuine Japanese steel blades for less than you'd expect to pay. Act today. Our horse operators are standing by. And you know they look sexy because your horse is going to look sexy. The Shaven Horse Kit from your friends at Sumor. Why do less when you could sue more? Well, sounds like another great product from our friends at Sumo. As always, please check them out and support them and our show. I would not be promoting them if I myself did not use their kit to shave my own very horse. With their impressive Japanese steel patented 
horse shaving kit. I'm told you should act soon, as it's an item that is only stocked seasonally. And so we move on to our next segment, and one that you know our feature reoccurring twits from twats. segment in which we bring highlights of the internet to those which may not yet be involved in the hopes that you would too join us on this pinnacle of human creation and technology. Uh, going right into it today, our hashtag from Twitter, as we always do, that shall be explored, will be blessed. This one comes from Matt Gingy Wanja, whatever the fuck, I don't know how to spell or say this cocksucker, and Gigi Juja, and Gigi Juji Juja, and Juji Juja, and Juja and I'm pretty sure one of those I fucking nailed it, but moving on, this says, I quote, was pleasantly surprised to see the fan with my face tattooed on his arm. Hashtag blessed. Yes, wouldn't we all be so lucky to have our faces permanently tattooed in another human's flesh? Truly, the gods are looking out for you. Did you watch it at all? All right. Moving on, we have one from at Turf Wafer. Not sure what a Turf Wafer is, but guaranteed we're looking at most likely a graduate student post-secondary education. I will say I did not find a single mistake in the very few words that were posted there. His tweet says, and I quote, 18 years old and working on my third self-produced album. Hashtag blessed. You're right, because if you don't record it, then who? If not now, when? And, you know, if you just have two rocks to bang together and make a fucking fine beat, that probably will get you laid too, so you truly are blessed, Turf Wafer. Moving on, we have at Check Money, spelled really weird. I'm not sure about this one, but 
Underneath there is a picture of herself in what one might describe as fishnet stockings and sequin low-cut flattering attire, and her tweet says, and I quote, Look at these curves, hashtag blessed. Yes, you truly have God and your eating disorders to thank for that check money. And moving on, seeing the vast spectrum of those I could find that could not help but one more moment and bear the burden of not sharing with you why they were hashtag blessed is at Mary Lynn. Hers says, and I am assuming sex on this, it really, based on today, you never know who you are reading or talking to. Uh, it says, and I quote, Cashier, I'm closed, but I'll take you. Me, thank you, I didn't know. Hashtag blessed. Wow, you got out of there with your frosted flanks today, Mary Lynn. Well, that's about all for today. Till next time, we will put away the old tweet for twats, Soledad Bank. Well, it seems as though we are going to continue with our unusual callers today. I'm, I'm told our next one is a, is a ghost. I, I guess uh, that's what I've got here from our producers. Uh, do I have you on the line? Yes. Well. What seems to be uh, the reason today that you should reach out from beyond the grave? Well, Doctor, I'm just so frustrated. Do continue, my proton pack vulnerable friend. Well, I'm fairly new to this realm. I was murdered only but a few months ago. What makes it all worse is that I cannot rest until I haunt those who have killed me and either drive them to madness or suicide. You say you cannot rest, meaning that you are stuck in limbo, or you choose to be. Why can you not just let the injustice rest without further reciprocation? That's not how the afterlife works, Doctor. You would not believe the paperwork. 
It's a huge pain in my ghost ass. And there's a whole separate document to sign and fill out if you are murdered in order to move forward to the next realm you must first exact justice which by the way is why you should never kill yourself trust me it's a real I see. Well, then I suggest you uh, do the only thing one can do and fulfill your contractual obligations. Well, now we are getting to why I called. You see, I've been trying, but this fucking guy is so very hard to He's not taking me seriously at all as a poltergeist. <laughs> it doesn't help that he's blind in one eye and deaf in three quarters of his ears. <laughs> hmm. Uh, would you mind to explain, sir? I keep tossing shit around and howling my sheet off. <laughs> but this asshole hardly notices I'm scaring the fuck out of his dog. But this asshole hardly notices. Hmm. You know what you have just said there? It is. Uh, Gives me a very good idea. Our last caller, you see, was a talking dog who could convince others of murder. I understand, Doctor, but just what is your plan? Well, you, you see, you had mentioned that your two options were to drive him to madness or suicide, and I think I have a way to get him to submit to the former. You see, it's just that you should scare, and I mean literally scare the crap out of his dog so that it is constantly cleaning up dog feces in his house. I know that would drive me crazy. Ooh, very good idea, Doctor. <laughs> Thank you. Sounds like he's left our telephone system at last. I should mention, uh, for those of you wondering how a ghost could call into this show, the reasoning is quite simple. 
he did not simply call into the show. Rather, he possessed our phone lines, so as all other calls were blocked, and he refused to leave that line until his problem had been seen to. Now I want to take this opportunity to vocalize this warning and lesson to other poltergeists out there that such behavior will no longer be tolerated. I don't want to give free advertising to a corporate sponsor, but I do hear that they have sent us a ghost jammer, and we will install that on our phone lines. And we will not be tolerating that kind of behavior again, so let it be known. Well, that's all we have time for, and I thank you, listeners, almost as much as I know that you are thanking me for all my priceless advice and guidance, but I assure you I will be back soon to answer more of your questions, so with that I bid you goodbye until we meet again. And remember, you are welcome. This has been You're Welcome, presented by Dr. Richard Cranium. Today's episode has been brought to you by Hashtag Blessed. And Sumor's new home shaven horse kit. Remember, until next time, kill some time before it kills you. Good night.